Welcome to episode 11 of season two of Armchair Donkeys. If you're looking to improve your tailgate game, look no further. Today, we welcome back barbecue legend from the great state of Texas, Matt Pittman from Meat Church, who is a diehard Alabama and Dallas Cowboys fan. Last year, Matt helped us pick Bama to cover against the Cincinnati Bearcats in the college football playoff. Matt, it doesn't look like the Crimson Tide are going back to the playoff this season, but at least you've still got your Dallas Cowboys. Appreciate the reminder. Uh, <laughs> I just started to, like, get over it. And now here we are. Yeah. But, I mean, look, the Cowboys crush our hopes and dreams every year, so it's inevitable. It's good for now. They, they, You know, the reason we tailgate and we focus on tailgating is because that's the only thing that we can know that we're going to win at. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I used to go to work on Monday morning, pissed off after Cowboys games. I said, you know what? It, it, they're just going to rip our hearts out. So we'll focus on the tailgating. And then more times than none, they rook you back in. So here we are. We're all believing. We didn't even have a hundred yard receiver, but we all believe we're going to win the Super Bowl. So I'll be sure to text y'all back in a few weeks. And, you know, like Romo, like when he dropped the snap on the kick. I mean, I could go on and on. So yeah, well, hope, hopefully we the Cowboys. Hopefully we can get you back for the NFL playoffs. Uh, Bob, you had a rough day in college last week, but the Donkeys uh, went undefeated on Sunday. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, college did not play out the way I thought it would. Um, tough one. I thought Kansas State would play a lot better at home. And, um, you know, the NFL side, though, we did a good job. You know, I, 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 I was surprised the Lions were getting points at home against the Packers. That was kind of a no-brainer for me. Uh, I mean, it was a little bit closer than I thought it was going to be, but taking those points was, was easy. And, uh, you know, between you, me and, and our boy Booty, we, uh, we, we swept the NFL with our picks. Yeah, we did do, did do well in the uh, NFL, but I've come to the conclusion that the sink in Boulder is a Venus flytrap for sports gamblers. <laughs> Two years in a row, I've gotten crushed at the sink, and the only person I can blame is myself and the Red Bull and vodkas I've dominated. Bull testosterone is a gambler's <laughs> worst enemy. I lost Bama, Bama's second half, and USC. Uh, that said, had I only stuck to the three games I picked on the show last week, I would have gone undefeated as Florida, UNLV, and the New York Jets all covered. What do you say we get back in the saddle, boys? Matt, why don't you kick things off for us in Mississippi, where again on the road, your Crimson Tide are a 12-point favorite. This week against Old Miss, the over-under in this game is 64 and a half. So Alabama's not been good on the road. Uh, and, you know, I was at the Texas game, came down the wire. We know what happened at Neyland Stadium. You know what happened last week. Um, it just hasn't felt like the same team. They're dropped, you know, the, the these new receivers can't seem to catch the ball. Uncharacteristic, tons of penalties, not last week, but in previous games, I think like 15 and 16 penalties. I love Lane Kiffin. I hope he takes over when Saban leaves. Um, and I, 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 for the first time ever on public record, I'm going to say I cannot <laughs> pick my Crimson Tide uh, on the road. I would be, I'd be putting my money on Ole Miss. Wow, Bob. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I, I agree definitely with the statement that they just don't look like the same team on the road. And uh, obviously, the, the Lane train will have those guys fired up and at Old Miss and you know, they're explosive on offense. So I think it'll be a shootout. I, I like the over in the game, honestly. Um, and I, I also like taking Old Miss in the points. I think it'll be a, you know, a, a, a one score game um, just cause you know, if it was in Tuscaloosa, I, I, we'd be having a different conversation in my opinion, but them going on the road, I think Old Miss 
covers that. I mean, taking those points with Old Miss is a, is a good bet. Yeah, Bama receivers, like you said, they're dropping way too many passes. Uh, I think we're going to see, um, you know, I think what we're seeing is a little bit of, of an evening out of the playing field with the NFL, NIL because now everybody's uh, playing the game that likely Bama's been playing under the table for a long time out there in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that said, I like Bama to bounce back big in this game. Um, without those dropped passes – that LSU game probably isn't isn't close. They dropped a lot of balls. I'm, I'm taking them to cover the 12 here. Take us to Austin, Bob, where the fourth-ranked TCU Horn Frogs are getting seven points against the Texas Longhorns. The over-under in this game is 65. This one's probably going to come back to bite me, but I am a fan of TCU, and, they're, and I'm a fan of Max Dugan, their quarterback. He does it with his arm and his feet. Um, Quentin Johnson's a beast on the outside, their wide receiver. This team is playing well. I know their bubble is probably going to burst at some point in time prior to the Big 12 championship game. But um, I like them, you know, take maybe get this up to seven and a half, get the hook, keep it, you know, if it is within a touchdown, you can still win this. You know, it's not going to be easy going down to Austin to, to play UT because, you know, they're, they got a great running back and, when Ewers is playing well, um, they're they're a pretty damn good team as well. But I, you know, TCU is on a roll, and I don't know if this UT team could be the one that's going to slow them down. So I like taking seven and a half on the road and see if the Horn Frogs can keep this thing undefeated. Matt, uh, you know, so I've got a little personal ties to this. My next door neighbor at my lake house is the SMU AD. You know, TCU's coach left SMU and. I famously made a frog leg video this year trolling him, and it came back to bite me. <laughs> I, uh, well, like, Sonny cooked frog legs in a video last year. And so, you know, I just, like, cut that in my own video. I don't see how TCU is this for real yet. I do think Texas wins this game, but I would take TCU at those points. Uh, I'm – I'm kind of with both of you guys on this one. Were it not for a slew of Wildcat injuries, TCU would have gotten routed at home against Kansas State. I think they're pretenders in this playoff race. That said, if this game is close in the fourth quarter, I do think that they'll get the calls down the stretch as they're the last team standing in the Big 12 who has a chance to make the playoff. And Texas is bolting that conference, although I don't think that the Zebras – can get away with what they got away with in Stillwater and Austin. In addition, uh, Texas has all the tools to blow this one wide open. I'm leading, leaning Texas minus seven, but uh, I, I could go either way, so I'll probably stay away from this game. Um, all right, Matt, I'm going to take us to a game that that you're probably not going to care about, but this, this show is, is about winning sports yeah. betting. And uh, we're going to East Hartford, Connecticut, where Liberty is given the Yukon Huskies 14 and a half points. This is a bad spot for this eight and one Liberty team who is coming off an emotional high and a huge three point win at Arkansas last weekend. They're banged up coming into Hartford and will be without their best offensive weapon and running back day day Hunter, who is leading the team in rushing with 850 carries and a 6.1 average per carries. They are also uh, up next against Virginia Tech, a Power 5 team um, that they're going to want to find a way to win that game. So if they've got some injuries that are on the fence, they'll likely sit out this one or shut them down early if they jumped out to a sizable lead, which will give UConn a chance to cover late in the event that they get behind. 
gifting gifting 14 and a half points at home to this Jim Mora Jr. team who's playing inspired football against a number 19 Liberty team is too many points, I think. I love Connecticut in this game. Might be out of your uh, wheelhouse, Matt, but you got any thoughts on this one? You know, you, you guys know when you watch game day and somebody comes on, they make these outlandish picks for like some, you know, uh, uh, dumb reason like I hung out with Joe Burrow last night so I'm thinking you know, <laughs> and they do better well I'm gonna go that route. so <laughs> oldest son's defensive coordinator who called me during a season and told me that he thought Christian had a character issue came from Liberty so I don't want Liberty to win uh, so give me UConn beautiful Bob uh, um, I don't have a clue but I would say that you know if we were at the sink you know Ten Coors Lights in, five Red Bull Vodkas in. I'd jump on this with you and just roll with the Huskies. Um, what the hell? Let's go. Let's go, Bob. All right. <laughs> Take us to Clemson, South Carolina, where the Louisville Cardinals are getting seven points on the road. The over-under in this game is 52. I think this is a real good bounce-back game for Clemson after the, the loss to Notre Dame. They kind of got beat up pretty well in South Bend. but um, And I and Clemson's still a good team. And and. Having one loss, the ACC, I mean, they got, they're still in the mix, right, in this deal. So, so I think they're going to bounce back and play really well. I wouldn't mind seeing more of Cade Klubnik, Klubnik, however you pronounce his name, the, the young kid from Austin, I think, that is at Clemson. He brings a fire to that team that every time I've watched him play. So um, get it down to six and a half. Again, let's buy, let's buy the hook. Clemson's going to bounce back in this game and, and, and easily win this game by a touchdown. I have to agree with that. Um, when you'd sent this game over, Bobby, I was thinking there's, you know, there's no way Dabo's going to let them lose two in a row when they're still in it. Headlines came out this week that they're projected to play Alabama in the Orange Bowl, and I'm thinking they don't want to settle for that. Like they, mm -hmm. they want to go. So I don't, I don't see them losing this. I, I think they win easily. Uh, this game's a bit out of my lane. I'm going to trust you guys on this one. All right, guys, uh, I'm taking us to the Mountain West to San Diego where San Jose State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Aztecs. The over-under in this game is 41-and-a-half. Uh, San Jose State's playing for a lot more than themselves in this game after losing a teammate a couple weeks ago. They're also right in the hunt for the Mountain West title game with only one loss in their conference. I love them minus two-and-a-half in this game against the San Diego State team who struggles on offense. They're starting to uh, – uh, a, a free safe, a kid that started the season at free safety is their starting quarterback uh, for the San Diego State um, Aztecs. They also announced that they're moving to the Pac-12, which I don't think will fare well for them with the Zebras this week. And they barely beat UNLV last week uh, by four points, who had four turnovers in that game. I'm hammering the Spartans in this one. Matt, how's your uh, Mountain West knowledge? Well, you mentioned out of my lane. I didn't even know they played college football <laughs> on here late at night. And we're all like, that doesn't even matter. No, I'm wearing a USC colored hat right now. Um, I'll just have to agree with you. I mean, if you're starting a safety at quarterback, forget it. He, he did start his career uh, or he, start, he started his time at San Diego State at quarterback. They moved him to safety to start the season. And now he's back at quarterback, but he hasn't looked good. Um, Bob, what do you think? Hey, man, you got the crown for a reason. I sent that thing to you because you're the Mountain West guru. You know it inside and out. So, uh, I, again, this is nothing I know a ton about either of these teams besides San Diego State struggles. So I'll roll with you and the, and the Spartans. 
Beautiful. Let's go, Sparty. All right, Matt, uh, let's kick things off in the NFL where your Dallas Cowboys are giving the Packers five points at home in Green Bay. The over-under in this game is 43. Pretty crazy, my how times have changed. Um, you know, I know it's McCarthy going back, um, and it's there's a lot, you know, lots being made of that around here for sure. Um, I do think the Cowboys are rolling pretty well. Uh, I've got a buddy who has a, a canned cocktail company in Austin called Ranch Rider, and uh, for the longest time he kept talking about we need to go to Green Bay and see the Cowboys play and watch watch McCarthy lose and. I had no idea that his dad was the president of the Green Bay Packers. So we've been talking a lot about it uh, over the past couple of weeks. And uh, I, I think, I mean, I know that you would think Green Bay is going to bounce back. They can't get it together. Um, I like the Cowboys to win by at least a touchdown. So they're, I think they, they, uh, they definitely cover. I feel pretty good about it this week. Are you going to head out for the game? No, I thought about taking Sam for this, but this is my first weekend in forever to not have anything going on. So I'm going to sit at home and, and do nothing. I mean, I could watch Alabama Ole Miss, but what good does that do? So, <laughs> I, I, I think that Green Bay's definitely got to be a bucket list uh, for, for anybody that's a football yeah, player. Yeah, I went I – um, I wanted to go before Favre quit playing, and so I went and watched a Monday night game against the Vikings, which was super memorable. I sat next to nice. a nun who told me she had tickets <laughs> for 30-something years. It was awesome, even though I didn't have a – didn't have a dog in the hunt, but um, yeah, I, I wish I would have made plans to go for sure. Love it. Bob, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I like the Cowboys in this game. I think the Packers are lost. Aaron Rodgers is, you know, needs a lot of help. He doesn't look like the same guy. And the way, you know, um, the Cowboys defense is playing against what the Packers have going on, I'll give up these points too and, and take the Cowboys. Well, I'm, I'm looking at this game and I'm going – it's tough not to take the home dog in this one. I mean, Rodgers had two interceptions on the goal line uh, last game against Detroit. I, I mean, I, I got to – I can't see him doing that again. Uh, I love the five points uh, with a bounce-back surgical performance here from Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Green Bay found a way to get this one done. Um, but, you know, I've been wrong in the past. Take us to Buffalo, Bob, uh, where even with Josh Allen's status up in the air, the Bills are given the Vikings three and a half points over under in this game is 43 and a half. Yeah, you know, I think the Vikings are a pretty damn good team at home. I, I don't think they play as well on the road. Um, and I, I, I think Josh Allen is going to play. Um, I, you know, they're not disclosing a whole lot yet. But, um, you know, so hang on until they actually make a, a, an announcement about this. But um, if he plays and, he, and he's able to play again, I think this is a, a big bounce back game for the Bills after they took that loss in New York last Sunday. Um, you know, they're about to prove something after, you know, I know you called it, Bo, and that's impressive that you called that one outright. The Jets win in that game at home. But um I, I think the, the Bills are too good on offense, too good on defense to have this two two weeks in a row. So if Josh Allen plays and he's healthy, I, I give up those three and a half all day in Buffalo against this Vikings team. Matt, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I actually 100% agree. I mean, I think they're probably the best team in the league. I thought last week was surprising. None of us want to see Kirk Cousins drunk dancing on a plane like that again. <laughs> Um, so I, I like the Bills at home to cover that, no problem. 
You know, if Josh Allen doesn't play, the entire world is going to be on Minnesota, and that line will probably move to a pick em. I'm going to wait and see how things un- unfold before I do anything in that, in this game. But if that line moves to a pick em, I mean, Buffalo's got a great defense. It's yeah. Who's their backup quarterback up there? I was just going to ask. Idea? I was just going to ask you. I don't know. I may have to. I'm going to have to Google it real quick. I, I feel like if Josh Allen doesn't play, this is a trap game for the public because everybody's going to take Minnesota, and that's going to be one of those Las Vegas cleanup show bets. So if he doesn't play, I'll probably see how the line moves, but definitely wait to see what happens before. You so it's uh, it's Case Keenum who's he's manageable. I mean, he he's won games. He's played in the league for a long time. So um, as long as if he plays, I mean, as long as he's getting the ball out of his hands to those weapons they have, I think the Bills are fine with with either guy. Yeah, de- definitely don't take this game right now, though, because you don't want right. to. You're going to have a chance to potentially, uh, potentially at a pick 'em or getting points if Keenum's the guy. So you definitely want to wait and see what happens before you do anything on this game. Uh, all right, guys, I'm going to close things out in Santa Clara, where the 49ers are a seven point favorite against the Chargers. The over under in this game is 45 and a half. I think we've got two teams heading in opposite directions here. Uh, the 49ers are coming off a bye where they have, they've had a chance to get healthy. I'm excited to see what they can do with McCaffrey and a healthy Debo Samuel on the field at the same time. Herbert's still without Keenan Allen. Uh, give me the 49ers on the money line in a parlay with something else that you absolutely love in this game. It's minus 300, but that gives you an opportunity to buy something up um, that you like to, you know, buy a point, buy a point and a half with something you like, take the minus 300 and not give up any juice and probably get a, a little bit better, uh, get a plus number on your bet there. Uh, Matt, you got any thoughts on this one? Um, I actually kind of covered my main thought was like McCaffrey's brought a crazy element with his versatility and everything he's been doing. Um, he's got like a new, you know, the guy's like rejuvenated, like a new start to see both of those guys back there playing, I think is going to be, be hard to stop. And Herbert, man, we got connections. He's a, he's a Traeger guy and a couple guys on his offensive line are meat church guys. So I hate to go against them, but um, I just think that uh, 49ers are a little more dynamic with both of those guys back. And I think it could be pretty exciting to watch, even though I hate the 49ers. So I'll take them uh, even with those points. Bob. Yeah. I mean, the 49ers have become a, a contender. Um, the Trey Lance experience, get out. Garoppolo's a better player. Getting McCaffrey on that roster and you surround him with Kittle and, and Debo. I mean, they got they got dudes and they are explosive. Um, and I agree with you, man, that the Chargers just – that they're not the team that everybody thought they could be. Um, they're not playing as well as – you know, obviously it hurts not having Keenan Allen out there, but they're struggling offensively. So – I might, I would, I would try to throw this maybe in a teaser and get a little, you know, a better spread than giving up a touchdown. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, I think the 49ers win this game. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind trying to get it down to, you know, three if you can and mix it in with something else. You can get it to one. Um, you can get six on the tease and get it down to yeah. one. Are, are you playing four point teasers? I have. Yeah. 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 But sometimes I do six. It just depends. Gotcha. I'll tell you something else about this team. If Shanahan doesn't get it done this year, at least the Super Bowl appearance. Uh, and I, and I, I do think that uh, – I'm sorry, Matt. I'm, I'm going to make a prediction here. 
I think our NFC championship game is going to be the Dallas Cow- or the uh, I'm sorry, the um, Philadelphia Eagles against the San- the San Francisco 49ers. But if if Shanahan doesn't find a way to win that game, I think that he's going to be out next season and Tom Brady will be in with all those weapons and uh, that's a scary thing to think about on the offensive side of the ball. As the quarterback or the head coach? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason he's not the, the reason he's not there right now is because there's a, there's kind of a little bit of a feud between those two guys, and I think that Shanahan, you bring a guy like Brady in, and it's not your Super Bowl. You know what I mean? If you get it with a guy like Tom, everyone's going to be talking about Tom, and I think that his his pride is just a little bit too big. He wants to do it without him. Boy, that's so, a hot take right there. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at Shanahan, he's got, he's got some bravado on the sideline. He, he wants to be the guy there and uh, I, I can't blame him. You know, you, you pluck the best guy to ever do it in the game. And there's going to be a little bit of, uh, you know, pe- people are going to question why it happened. Bo, you're not giving up on this dream of getting Brady to the 49ers, are you? I would give up on it the moment that he gives up on it, but I don't think he's given up on it either. And when the greatest in the game wants to do something, why, why would the NFL not find a way to make that happen? You got John Lynch there. Who's got connections with Tampa Bay. Not that that's going to matter because Brady's a free agent at the end of the year. If you're sitting there and he says he wants to come and Kyle doesn't get it done. And that's the only thing preventing him from coming. You either find a way to make it work between those two guys or, you know, you've gotten Kyle a ton of pieces over the last couple of years, right? So that's just my thought process on it. Interesting. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's all the time we have for you today. Thanks to all you listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a solid and hit that YouTube subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes and follow us on Instagram at armchair donkeys. To catch Bob's plays in real time, because uh, I don't really like uh, putting my plays out there, because every time I do, I lose. And when I keep it to myself, <laughs> I win. So I've got a little bit of a of a gambler's uh, superstition going there. Uh, Matt, thanks for joining us on the show today. If you want to check out some of uh, Matt's barbecue recipes, you can follow him on Meat Church on Instagram. Matt, where, where else is a good place for, for our followers to check in on you? Uh, Instagram and YouTube are Meat Church, but meatchurch.com. We put all of our recipes there, uh, all of our products, obviously. And there's always links to our YouTube videos from the recipes. We've got 14 turkey videos since it's Thanksgiving time, all kinds oh, of baby. other good stuff. So meatchurch.com. I love it. All right. all right, Bob. Good luck this weekend. Talk to you later, boys. Thanks, boys.